Welcome to all the Star Trek and sci-fi fans out there. Hello, greetings folks. This is Rico, and you're listening to, or about to listen to, another podcast on Treks and Sci-Fi. The weekly dose of geeky goodness. Today is April 15th, 2018. This is going to be podcast 678. It's going to be a, a, a repeat show for you. Uh, I was going to do a guest cast, but that didn't quite work out. Uh, but this is going to be a show that aired back uh, in 2006. So if you were listening back in, uh, 12 years ago, <laughs> you've heard this. Uh, and if you haven't, or maybe you did, you've probably forgotten anyway. Um, but um, yeah, let me play the opening, uh, my opening theme for Treks and Sci-Fi, and I'll come back give you a little bit bit of info on this episode. I, I think you're going to enjoy it. It is, uh, it's sort of a Star Trek episode. Well, that, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a very personal Star Trek episode. So, uh, come back in a minute and I'll tell you a little bit more and then play this, uh, this blast from the past from 2006 here on Treks in Sci-Fi. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. Okay, folks, I'm back. I I don't want to talk too much about this. I'll give you a little bit of info on what this is. Uh, back when I was in high school, <laughs> the yeah, a while ago, the um, a, a group of friends of mine uh, and I were we were all into Star Trek reruns. We watched the old series reruns, uh, and we created our own little crew. We wrote some stories, we wrote some scripts, and we recorded uh, a few episodes uh, way back in the day. Uh, <laughs> they were. Um, they were probably a lot more fun to do than than they you know in the in terms of the the professional level of, of quality that you're going to hear here. Uh, if you guys have any of you listening now have heard any of these, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, a couple of things. Uh, I was the the science guy. I was the science officer. We all kind of basically more or less used. Well, a lot of us used the main the main characters used our real names. I was Commander Dosty and. Uh, my uh, real good friend Alan, uh, although we called him Tracy at the time, that was his middle name, uh, Tracy Klooster, he was the captain. A friend of mine was the engineer, and then I used my brother and my sisters in these. and, and uh, So it was a, a huge amount of fun. We just had a blast recording this stuff. Now, uh, the, 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 the big warning really is the quality of these, the audio quality of these uh, episodes w- was pretty low because I had to use like tape decks and dub things over, and when you, anybody who, uh, anybody who's ever done that way back in the past, when you, when you re-record and re-record, re-record analog um, tape things, especially with even microphones and all that, and very, very low, inexpensive equipment, you, you lose, it becomes all sort of, the sound becomes sort of dulled, uh, so we're not talking about, you know, modern day computers, and using Audacity, and creating good audio content, so, You'll probably have to listen to this in a pretty quiet place to pick it all up pretty well. We tried to intersperse. I did. I edited them all together, um, put in music, sound effects, and all that kind of jazz. But uh, 
I think for what we had to work with, I mean, everything I grabbed from music to audio clips, I grabbed off television, you know, recording it right off of uh, putting a microphone in front of the TV. So considering uh, the limited resources we had to work with, I think we did a pretty good job. And they, like I said, it was, it was really just a huge amount of fun. I've, uh, I've played, or I, I said I've re- released these. Uh, this one was back on podcast originally 38. I'm going to play the second episode. This one was actually probably the most fun to record because we all basically, in, in the episode, it's sort of like the naked time where we all sort of lose our minds a little bit. So everybody got to be a little goofy. And uh, there was one line in particular I, I, I know where, I think I have to say it, where I said something like, you know, they're all loyal to LaBelle, who was the chief engineer, my friend. And, and then I say something like, the disease must be causing some brain disorders. And uh, it was just hilarious because it was basically saying that who, who would want to follow my friend Rob uh, as a captain uh, because we, we just, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just, we just were bawling and, and rolling on the floor uh, laughing uh, because I couldn't get the line out. Uh, but uh, the episode's called Rage. That's the name of the episode. Uh, it's roughly about a half hour or so long. I'm not going to come back near the end, uh, but for this week, as a special little guest cast in a way or a repeat episode, whatever you want to call it, here is from uh, the adventure files of the USS Aurora, uh, which was our ship name. We were the Aurora. We were just like the you know Constitution class uh, vessel and out there patrolling the, patrolling the galaxy, saving people. And uh, this episode, again, was episode two that we recorded called Rage. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, they're all in the archive uh, on the Trex and Sci-Fi uh, website if you're interested. Uh, just search for Aurora. That'll pull them up pretty much if you go to the main website. And I think that's about it. If you want to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi is how you do that. Um, Appreciate those people who do that. And uh, thank you very much for that. So without any further ado, here is episode two of the Adventures of the Aurora Crew uh, called Rage. And um, stay tuned. It's uh, I think it's a lot of fun. It always makes me kind of nostalgic for those days. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, here is the episode. We are in orbit above planet Canopus Vega 2. Our mission is to secure this planet for your use as a cargo relay station between Federation planets. Two representatives of the cargo firm are inspecting the planet with a survey team. There's no word from them as of yet. Reports and probes on this planet seem to be correct. There are no inhabitants. The climate is mild, and there seem to be perfect conditions for using it as a relay station. I have to agree with you, Lieutenant. This has to be the perfect planet. No noise, no people. I don't think I could have pictured it better. Are we the first people to visit this planet? Yes, even the probes we have we've sent haven't given us back much information. We're the first here. Biology report, sir. Go ahead. 
psychologists haven't registered anything unusual on the planet or in the atmosphere. According to all the scouting parties I've heard from, this planet is perfectly normal. Alright, prepare to beam up. Hey, you didn't do Aurora. Aurora, Lieutenant Black, sir. Prepare to beam up landing party. Energize. reports that this planet has excellent conditions for the cargo relay station. Good. Mr. Black, send the message to Starbase 3. Tell them the planet Canopus Vega 2 is perfect for the relay station. Edgerton, what are you doing? He's plunged us into the planet's atmosphere. 5,000 miles from the planet and closing. five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Five hundred miles from the planet. Get out of there, Chris. No, no, I have to. Outer hall temperature rising, sir. Over a thousand degrees now. Navigator, take the helm. Post out. I don't like Captain. What do you think got into Edgerton? I don't know. Perhaps tension. You know, he's new aboard the ship. I know, but we've had new people aboard that haven't reacted like this. Maybe a good doctor can shed some light on this. Good idea, Mr. Dossie. Miss Ewan, take over. We'll be in sickbay. 
How's Edgerton, Doc? We have him under restraint. His pulse and blood pressure are up, and I've given him a sedative to try to calm him down. Do you have any idea what caused him to go mad on the bridge? Not yet. I've run tests on him, but the results aren't back yet. Doctor! Take it easy, Jim. Take it easy. I gave you a hypo to calm you down. No, no, I have to... Bay, Dr. Hendrickson here. The results of the first test are in done. There seems to be an unknown organism in his blood, and it appears to be spreading. Can you give us more any more information? Stop now. We've had trouble isolating him. Keep me informed. Hendrickson out. Well, now we know that it wasn't just tension that caused Hendrickson to come ill. I wonder. Wonder what, Rick? I just wonder if there's any connection with Mr. Edgerton's illness and the fact that he was down on the planet's surface. But all our in instruments said that there wasn't anything unusual on the planet or in the atmosphere. It may be something that our sensors cannot detect. Security to Captain Cooster. Cooster here. Captain, the company consultant, Mr. Anderson, just tried to shoot one of my men. We managed to stun him before he could do any harm. Mr. Bates, confine everyone who's on the planet to sick bay and see that they remain there. Aye, aye, sir. Booster out. Mr. Dusty, I want you to stay here and help the doctor find some answers to all this. Aye, sir. Captain's log, Stardate 7601.3. We have now determined that some type of virus on the planet is responsible for the landing party erratic behavior. I have my chief surgeon and science officer working on the problem now. As of yet, nothing new has come up. Maintain standard orbit, Mr. Lokar. Lieutenant, send the message to Starfleet Command. Before I know our situation, include all my past log entries up to the time we first contacted this planet. Also tell them that we are staying on here until we can find a solution to this problem. Hendrickson, Captain Clooster. Clooster here. Captain... We're going to need an atmospheric sample and some other tests from the planet's surface. We just haven't been able to isolate the organism in any of the landing parties. Isn't the shuttlecraft equipped with the instruments to take samples of a planet? Then whoever is inside won't be affected by the virus. The shuttlecraft does have the proper sampling devices, and they can be operated from inside the craft. Captain, let me take the shuttlecraft down. I am acquainted with the problem and know exactly what samples we need. All right, Mr. Dusty, get down to the hangar deck. I'll signal them and have them prepare the shuttlecraft. Thank you, Captain. Who's throughout? Mr. Black, contact the hangar deck. Tell them to prepare for the immediate exit of the shuttlecraft Gemini. All right, Captain. Shuttlecraft. Power up. All instruments activated. All readings normal. I'll go. Launch shuttlecraft.
Shuttlecraft away. All readings normal. Acceleration normal. I am now entering the planet's outer atmosphere. Estimate planet landing in four minutes. Very good, Mr. Dusty. Booster out. Black, order the senior officers to briefing room one. If you and come with me. Joe, take the con. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> All right, Doc, what do we have so far? Not much. We've had to recalibrate on our senses to get even close to the cause of the disease. It seems to work on the nerve centers of the brain. This causes some pain and tension. Through this, the person becomes quarrelsome and some fail to recognize acquaintances. So far, all you've been able to give me are symptoms. Do you think the disease, whatever it is, could be communicable? I don't know what the Doc thinks, but I think it is. Why do you say that? Well, a few of my technicians down in engineering have been acting mighty strange. Some would get worked up over, over nothing, and a couple of others didn't even know what they were doing there. They said they were all right, but I've been keeping an eye on them. That, plus a few things that have happened between me and my doctor, just about confirms the fact that it can be transmitted from person to person. To what degree, we can't be certain. Bridge to briefing room. Briefing room, Clister here. Commander Dusty report that he has secured all the samples for the planet and is on his way back to the shuttlecraft. Very good. Tell him to meet Dr. Hendrickson and myself in the special studies lab when he returns. Clister out. Sir, I have Mr. Dusty on channel A. On audio, Lieutenant. Gemini to Aurora. Gemini to Aurora. Aurora, Dusty here. Request permission to come aboard. Permission granted. Captain Clooster said for you to meet him in the special studies lab when you get aboard. Acknowledged. Dusty out. Samples, Mr. Dossie? Right here, Captain. Now, tying these in with the lab's computers, we should have some answers shortly. Use every available technician if you have to. I want some answers. Security to Captain Kooster. Kooster here. Captain, Lieutenant Edgerton broke out of sick bay. He got away and got the arch phases. Use every available man to find Edgerton. Set your phases on heavy sun. Also, double the guard on the landing party members and the arsenal. I want Edgerton found, mister. Aye, aye, Captain. Stay out. Captain the Bridge. Bridge, Ewan here. Lieutenant Edgerton has broken out of sick bay. He is armed and should be considered dangerous. General Quarters, Security Condition 3. Acknowledge. General Quarters, Security 3, sir. General Quarters, Security Alert. Chief Reporting GQ3 secure, Captain. Good. Booster out. Doc, I'm going to my cabin. Keep me informed of your progress. Booster to bridge. Bridge, you in here. How are things up there? I guess it's all right. A few people are acting a little strange. Most of the crew seem a little tense and on edge. Have you located Edgerton yet? Not yet. 
Faith hasn't reported any sign of him. He seems to have just disappeared. All right, I'm going to my cabin. Try and catch up on some sleep. Keep me informed of your progress. Push you out. Who's there? It's me, Captain. Edgerton? So that phase it out. No, I'm giving the orders now, Captain. What do you want? Tell the bridge to plot a direct course for Klingon space, and don't try any tricks. This favor, this phaser can kill you just as easily as anyone else. Why do you want to go there? There was a ship a few years back patrolling near the Klingon Empire. That ship never returned. Those dirty Klingons, they killed my brother and everyone else on board. Well, I'm going to settle the score. I know about that, but that was never determined that the Klingons were responsible. A lot of other things could have happened to that ship. Don't go for that intercom button. I don't want to have to kill you, but I can still get what I want, with or without your help. Come on, Jim, give me that phaser. Let's sit down and talk about this. No, enough talk. Now tell them, tell them what to do. All right. And no tricks. Don't worry, no tricks. Go through the bridge. Bridge, you in here. Mr. Ewan, I've located Mr. Edgerton. He's here with me in my cabin. And if you don't do exactly what he says, he'll kill me. That's right, Ewan. Now order Lokar to plot a direct course for the Klingon Empire. And I want Bates down here to see that I get to the bridge without any interference. You hear that, Ewan? Understood. I'll contact Bates and he'll be down in a couple of minutes. Bridge out. You see that? They listen when I give orders. Yes, I see. What do you intend to do when you get to Klingon space? We're only one ship, you know. I won't tell you. Anyway, you'll see soon enough. Please, Captain. Come in. You know what you said. You'll never get away with it. I think I will. Good work, Chris. Jay, take Mr. Richardson down to sick bay and make sure he stays there this time. All the landing party members are still securely locked up since our trouble with Edgerton. The crew is becoming increasingly tense and irritable. No other major disturbances have been reported, but I'm still concerned. Mr. LaBelle, how are things in engineering? What do you want to know for? You never seem to be concerned about my engineering. Rob, what's wrong? I'm sorry, Captain. I don't know what came over me. It's all right. We're all under a great deal of pressure. Thank you, Captain. All instruments and systems in the engineering are operating smoothly. I wish I could say the same for my engineers. What do you mean? Well, you just saw how I blew up at you. That's happened quite a few times between my, me and my assistants. Sometimes even worse. Special Studies Lab to Captain Clooster. Clooster here. Dosty here, Captain. The doctor and I think we may have something. Can you come down to the lab? I'll be right there. Clooster out. Take over, Mr. Liddell. Maybe now I'll get some answers. All right, what have you got? We've been able to isolate the organism. It seems to be a new type of bacteria that is in the planet's atmosphere. It's taken into the bloodstream through the lungs, and it works in the body's nervous system. We've worked up a serum against the bacteria. 
It has worked in test laboratory cultures, but we don't know how it will act in a human body. Is that the serum, Doc? Yes, this is it. Give me a shot. What? We don't know how this will act inside you. We don't even know if it will do any good. Never mind. Give me the shot. You're taking an awful risk, Tracy. All the crew has disease now. It's only going to take time before it spreads so far that we can now be able to control it. Give him the hypo, Doctor. Are you all right, Captain? Yes. Just a little dizzy. How will you know if this helps, Doc? Well, we'll have to take a sample of your blood. Then we can compare it to an infected sample. Better give me a hypo, too, Doctor. All right. Oh, I feel a little dizzy. Now, Doctor. What's wrong, Doc? Nothing's wrong. Who are you? What am I doing here? You're alien spies. That's who you are. I won't let you get me. I'll kill you. I know. Sooner we'll be beyond our control. We must act quickly, Captain. All right, take the doctor's sick bay. I'll go to the bridge and send a message to Starfleet Command and get some help. All right, Captain. Mr. Black, take a message to Starfleet Command. I'm sorry, sir, but I can't do it. What do you mean you can't do it? No communication is allowed unless directly ordered by Captain LaBelle. Where is Mr. LaBelle? Right here, Clooster. But give you the idea to countermand my orders. My orders are the only ones given on this bridge. Your orders? What the hell is going on? Captain LaBelle, a vessel moving past us at sublight speed. Configuration on the vessel quickly, Mr. Edgerton. Edgerton, what's he doing out of sick bay? Configuration of the vessel, Captain. It's an enemy alien ship, and it's cutting across our path. What do you mean, enemy alien ship? That's a registered Federation cargo ship. They make regular runs through this area. They're on man and supply needs for Federation outposts. Sound one alert, Mr. Black. Deflectors at maximum, stand by your main phases, Lieutenant. What the hell are you doing? Is all galaxy gone crazy? Security. All clues to there. Mr. Black, open shipwide intercraft. Get the cross open, sir. This is your captain. We are going into battle. Damage control party, stand by. Captain out. Close channel, Lieutenant.
closer to the brig. Rob? Captain's personal log, supplemental. Our crew seems completely affected by the disease. Assuming the doctor in my science office's device must have worked since I haven't become infected. My chief engineer has taken over the bridge and is locking me up in the security cell. Well, guard, what do we do? Are we really taking orders from that joke of a Captain LaBelle? I follow orders, mister. Good work, Mr. Dossie. I would say he'll be out for a while. I heard Captain LaBelle over the intercraft and surmised you would need some help. Good. Well, there's no use trying to get the bridge back. They're all completely loyal to LaBelle. The disease must be causing some brain disorders. I think our best alternative is to try to get to the lab, get the doctor's notes, and try and recreate the serum. Very good. Keep your phaser on me so I can get past the guard. All right. Deck three. Dusty, what are you doing here? And what's Crusoe doing out of the break? Uh, I'm taking him to the security holding area on deck seven. Where are you? Oh, hello, Mr. Lobel. Come on, let's just leave him there. No one here. Perhaps no one's interested in working in the lab. At least not when they're affected by the disease. Well, it didn't take long for them to discover I had escaped. Captain, I found the notes. It shouldn't take long to recreate the serum, and we should have enough materials for a sufficient quantity to administer to the entire crew. The problem is, how do we administer it? Well, we'll worry about that later. Right now, we've got a lot of work to do. Stardate 7602.6. The mutant Mark Cruiser has not been found. I put all decks on alert, but as of yet, he hasn't been found. Mr. Black, haven't they found Cruiser yet? Not yet, sir. I want him found! Captain LaBelle, the vessel is moving in at warp speed. Mr. Black, it's on red alert. Good. Mr. Black, address Intercraft. Intercraft, listen, sir. Captain DeCruz, we have intercepted an alien vessel moving in at warp speed. All stations, 
vessel. I wonder where it could be. Let's activate the bridge monitor scene. Right, Captain. Green coming on. What? That's the Starship Yorktown. Isn't Captain Perry in command of the Yorktown? Yes, I met him at the Academy. We were in the same graduating class. Were you friends? Yes, and now the bell's gonna destroy him and everyone else aboard his ship. Tracy, he's not responsible for his actions. The disease is affecting his mind. Yeah, I know, but we've got to do something. Warn them. We can get to my cabin. i got a communicator there, and we can warn them off. It's risky. Remember, there's still a price on your head. I know, but it's the only chance we got. We'll have to take it. Stardate 7602.6. Yorktown has received a computer message from a Federation cargo ship. It reported that the starship Aurora was its last contact. We have lost all signs of the cargo ship and are investigating its disappearance. I can't imagine what's happened. I know Tracy Cooster, who is in command of the Aurora. Lieutenant, open hailing frequencies and try to contact the Aurora. Open communications, Lieutenant. Hi, sir. This is Captain LaBelle of the Starship Aurora. You are violating Federation space. If you value your safety, you had better leave this area at once. Violating Federation space. What the devil is all this about, LaBelle? Give me Clooster. Clooster? Ah, now I see. Clooster's an enemy spy planning aboard our ship. Stand by your phases, Mr. Edgerton. Aye, aye, sir. We're coming within phaser range. Fire phasers. Near miss, Captain. What does that LaBelle think he's doing? Tell him to keep our destructors at maximum. Get that communicator. Here it is. I hope they're within range. Go to Yorktown. Go to Yorktown. Yorktown, come in. Yorktown, Perry here. Dave, this is Tracy. Get your ship out of here. I can't explain right now. Why? What's wrong? Helmsman, keep our shields on maximum. Our crew has contacted some kind of alien disease. I can't explain it now. Just get your ship out of here. I'll contact you again when I get control of my ship back. All right, Tracy. If you say so. Perry, out. Helmsman, take us away from the Aurora. Course 225, Mark 25. Warp 8. Now! Captain LaBelle, the enemy ship is veering off. Well, I guess we showed them. Victory! Victory! Careful, we're alert. Now, take us back into orbit. Aye, aye, sir. We have to do something about this. Next time, they might do some real damage. 
We have sufficient quantities of the antidote to administer to the entire crew. The problem is how to get it to it. Yes, I know. How about if we knock everybody out with neurogas? Then while they're out, we can give them the drug. There are many problems with that. Even if we could fire the gas, it doesn't keep you off for very long. Also, while the crew is out, who's going to man the ship? Well, we're back in orbit, so the ship will stay in orbit by momentum. After we fired the gas, I'll contact the Yorktown and get some help. All right, let's get down to the auxiliary control room. Captain, stay here. I know what to do. Hi, Joe. What are you doing here? This is my division. Why don't you stay on the bridge? Stay up there with all the rest of those soft officials. Why, without us engineers, you people couldn't do anything. We're the backbone of the ship. Sorry I had to do that, Rick. I know he's your brother, but it'll be all right. He's just done. I know. You get started. I'll take him outside. Mr. Dossie, let's get started. All right. This room is now completely sealed off. Instruments read go. We'll flood all decks with neural gas. All tanks ready, Captain. Good. Fire the gas. Indicators show that all decks are being gassed. No gas firing complete, Captain. And it is now safe to go outside. Good. You get to the lab and start distributing the serum. I'm going to the bridge and contact the Yorktown for help. I right, Captain. Mr. Yorktown, Mr. Yorktown. Yorktown, Corey here. Dave, get your ship back here. My crew is knocked out with neural gas, and I need all your help to distribute the antidote for the disease. You over as soon as you're within range. Acknowledge, Yorktown out. Captain's log, Stardate 7602.8. The entire crew is back to normal. With the help of the Starship Yorktown, we were able to contact the disease. Things are back to routine. Captain, I must apologize for my behavior over the past days. Acted in the most irresponsible manner. Forget it, Rob. You were affected by the disease. That is no excuse, Captain. I'm awaiting disciplinary action. Don't worry about it, Mr. Lovell. But that's an order, Mr. Lavelle. All right, Captain. Well, we're all inside to have a little fun now, then. You certainly didn't have any fun. Well, I'm the captain.
Lieutenant Commander Joseph Dosky, played by Joseph Dosky. Lieutenant Commander Paul Hendrickson, played by Paul Hendrickson. Lieutenant James Edgerton, played by James Edgerton. Lieutenant Robert Black, played by James Ewan. Lieutenant Commander Jay Bates, played by Mike Matsumoto. Lieutenant Bob Zier, played by Robert Lavelle. Captain David Perry, played by Tony Urbany. Keith Anderson, played by <laughs> Mike Cage. Keith Anderson, Gene Ferguson, played by Bill Collins. This has been a Rick Dosky production. Yes. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production.